here is uh, something interesting. Uh, a new study has found some added benefits to smart home technology. When used right, it can certainly be a nice luxury, assuming you use it right, which I personally don't always do. But that aside, it was the focus of a new study from the Lawson Health Research Institute. Specifically, they were looking at whether it can help those with mental health and physical disorders. And the short answer is yes. So, uh, to talk about that, we're joined by Dr. Cheryl Forchuk, Assistant Scientific Director at Lawson. I appreciate the time today. Thanks, Devin. Glad to be here. What made you uh, want to look into this? Well, we had done some earlier studies looking at what I'd call more of a medium dose of technology uh, for people with serious mental illnesses. So the medium dose is basically a smartphone uh, where they could communicate with their care provider, do some self-assessments. We could look at early intervention, and, and it worked quite well. Uh, but when you're usually when you're looking at something new like that, you start with that medium dose, but some people maybe could use a light dose, but, and some people need a heavy dose. And what we were thinking in terms of the heavy dose is people that had numerous illnesses they were dealing with uh, that was being really hard for them to stay at home and track at home. Uh, so both mental illnesses and physical illnesses. Uh, in fact, uh, mo- most, uh, all but one of the people in the study had uh, th- uh, three or more uh, chronic illnesses they were they were dealing with, and so we were looking at things that would be more in the home. So, in, if, so for example, instead of just a smartphone that you have to remember to look at, uh, having a screen on the wall where the these prompts or reminders would, would come directly to you. A touch screen, uh, you could touch, and it, you know, then the message would go. Um, the care provider would actually can also get a message that it was taken, um, or in some cases, even a medi- an automatic medication dispenser. Uh, so it's a it's a device uh, that would flash lights when the medication was needed. It was it's filled by a pharmacist. You would tap it when you see those lights, and a cell phone pack would come out uh, with the with the specific medication uh, needed at that time. And those medication dispensers uh, were used uh, in particular by people that were uh, frequently having numerous uh, healthcare providers, up to four, come per day to assist them with their medication, versus having a, a dis- just imagine. Um, how that would affect your quality of life and your ability to do other things uh, compared to having that control of um, having this dispenser that, that's just there in the home. So in terms of the, the smart home technology, you, you're touching upon it there. Is, is that the type of you know, uh, technology we're talking about here that just kind, yeah. of, just kind of cuts down on the number of people coming by and just makes life ideally easier? Absolutely. It gives people more independence and more ability uh, to to manage their health care. Like, um, you know, sometimes when people are having these multiple problems, it was often the idea of memory was an issue for many of the people as well as organization. Uh, and most of the people at the beginning had had frequent hospital use where feeling that they were going to be unlikely to be able to stay in their home without some kind of additional support. Uh, and and not uh, instead of just having that support being a lot of people coming by, looking at to what extent uh, could, could that be technology. And, and I often use the example 
Um, like it's the difference between setting an alarm to wake up where you still feel you're in control. You're, you're, you're relying on the device, but you set the device versus having your mother knock on the door and say it's time to get up, right? So it sounds as though it went uh, pretty well. Yes, yeah, it, it went very well. Uh, people, uh, th- they talked about this greater sense of, of autonomy, felt that they were more in control of their health situation. They said, like, because they had very chronic illnesses, the illness itself um, was still there, but it didn't affect their life as much, that they were able to uh, live a more normal life despite these multiple illnesses and, and remain remain in their home. And I should say, one of the, the one that was most popular was actually an activity device to, uh, you know, track steps, uh, but also heart rate, sleep, uh, and pe- uh, that was the one uh, of all the devices that was the most frequent one that people found helpful. And even for things like anxiety disorder, people talked about being able to know uh, to to see their heart rate and and then take you know the. Uh, you know, relaxation techniques uh, get themselves under control early on when they would see it's just starting to go up. Uh, people were going out more for walks. They were aware of what was going on. And uh, as I say, they, they, they felt that this just gave them a lot more independence. So what could this lead to? Well, one of the things we, 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 I mean, I think during the pandemic, and, and I must say at the end of the study was, went into the pandemic, um, we we know that a lot of care can be offered virtually with appropriate supports. Uh, one of the things we talk about in the paper from a policy perspective is that we have we have programs, for example, in Ontario, the Ontario Assisted Device Program, that allows people, particularly if they may be living in poverty, to have devices that will allow them to remain at home and participate in the community. But we've thought about that in terms of things like hearing aids and motorized wheelchairs. Uh, we're suggesting we need to be opening up our understanding. There, there, I don't think there's no dev- devices that look at mental illness, but these devices can help and do many of the same things that that program's intended to do. Um, and it, it, we did a cost analysis that was far cheaper uh, than having people rely on more traditional services. We'll be interested to see where this goes. Uh, Cheryl, I certainly appreciate the time today. Thank you very much. Thanks, Devin. Bye. That's uh, Dr. Cheryl Aforchuk, Assistant Scientific Director at Lawson Health Research Institute. Uh, it makes a ton of sense uh, to use technology in this way and could really, uh, sounds like it could really help people. So will be interested to see uh, where and how this progresses.